Okay. I don't know that we ever actually begin because usually it's been a couple weeks since we've seen each other or actually talked. So we're right. like, word are Yeah, but you're, you're like, <laughs> I'm excited you're alive. I mean, the last yeah. picture I received of you, you looked like, I mean, I love you, but you look like death. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty accurate for how you were feeling. Yeah, it was. It, it definitely was. That was miserable. And so it went from like flu directly into severe allergies. There wasn't like really a break like, oh, I feel great for this like two days before you get knocked down again. So I'm like running on allergy meds and caffeine and just will. Just willpower to, to yeah. go, to yeah. not yeah. be so in your house if anymore. If I sound a little masculine, <laughs> it's because I'm still not breathing out of the correct place. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, if I'm out of breath, it's because I've talked for too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I get raspy for once, I can tell my husband it's not because I'm drinking. It's because I'm not feeling great. Because <laughs> usually that's his dead giveaway. Like if we go to a happy hour after work or something, he's like, do you have much to drink? I'll be like, no. But if I have a hoarse voice, he's like, okay. Yeah, you feel like you <laughs> could like sing okay. soul music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Ryan Bingham have the same tone in our voice. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So it hasn't hit your house yet? Uh, no. I mean, yes and no. So Everett is sick, but Everett's sick like pretty much December through February because of his asthma. Oh, that's perfect. So he was like on the mend. We were doing better. Yesterday I get to school and we have to have an O2 thing at school for him. And uh, one of his teachers was like, after – she was like, luckily after I gave him his albuterol, he was up to 96%. And I was like – great. What was he before? And she goes, I don't know, but it wasn't good. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, we're just used to that. I mean, he's just sick, like on and off. And so he's at the point where he's like, because of his asthma, he can't get stuff out of his lungs. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's just, it's just like, it just sits in there forever. It doesn't matter. Like, Mucinex or whatever. That's kind of how a long I feel time. about my nose right now. Yeah, Things just are just sitting. Yeah. Like nothing's coming out. No. And you blow your nose and it's just like pressure that feels like it's going to explode out your ears. And yeah. Like, like your eyeballs is, are going to pop wonderful. out. I'm going to like bust capillaries in like my face. Uh, I'm like, yeah. there's so many considerations. Yeah. Is it worth it to blow my nose right now? No. Stick no. the stick the tissues up your nose. You're sitting at home. It's fine. Yeah. We're fine. We're all fine. We're all fine. Yeah, it's all it's all good, isn't that? Yeah. How most like moms are anyway. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm dying on the inside, but you yeah. know, you smile and you just keep going 100%. because, God forbid, the husband gets the flu. <laughs> I know. And I'm I know. Like, I'm gonna have to take care of everything. The ship is going down, I know. and I'm still yeah. captaining. I mean, normally, normally, my, I mean, Will's working overnight, so like he's not even home. So I'm like, there's that blessing because then he won't get it um mm-hmm. but i'm more than anything i'm like baths every night and like lots of lysol yeah. <laughs> like kill all the germs like yeah. must kill all the germs because it's it james is pretty good like he's pretty resilient but like when i get sick it's like when i get the sick from the kids it's just mm-hmm. like it i need one day to just sleep all day at home and it's just like i need the kids to be in school but inevitably i get sick like on a saturday or on mm-hmm. a Sunday, and Will's working like a sixteen-hour shift, me. and I'm like, I just I want to die. Yeah, I want to die. My kids need and a I snack. Think that contributed to like my, you know, we're rocking into Christmas, but I got sick like a day after Thanksgiving, and I was just exhausted on top of it. Yeah. So I think it is contributing to my lack of give a damn about Christmas holiday. Yeah. Like, I just am kind of over it. I'm like, can we just rock into January? Can we skip this? Yeah. I mean, like, gift cards for everybody. I'll pass them out. Like, we're <laughs> making it rain at a strip club. I don't know. Like, I'm just over it. Like I, I can't need, do this anymore. I need people to set their expectations for Christmas very low <laughs> in terms of my participation. Like, yeah. Like, I just, I'm just not there this year. No. And I feel like as I get older, I feel like. I, I might be over the sickness, but I'm not like over the sickness. Mm, like, no, I, like the symptoms are gone, but like my exhaustion takes me like a whole nother like five to seven days, isn't it? <laughs> you know, to like round yeah. back, like get it together, like get out of the clouds or whatever. It just, it takes me like, longer. It's like, you know, the second you turn like 
27 and your hangover is like for realsies, like frozen pizza does not solve everything. Like that's what happens when you get sick when you're mm-hmm. like older. You're just like it takes me a full two weeks to really get that hangover back. thing is a hard realization. Yeah, as an adult. Yes, I mean like it. It and even it's now sad. it's like progressing. Yes. So when I met Clint, we went out for a solid like four nights of the week. Drank every single night. Woke up, went to work the next day, fine. Like two years after that, I was only 28 at the time. So two years after that, I cannot drink the same beer that we drink four nights in a row. I can't drink like two of them and not wake up dying. And now, so I switched to a different beer because mostly I'm a beer girl or wine now. But now I can't drink that beer either. Yeah. So so I've decided that wine is more my jam because yes. right now it doesn't make me hungover. Yeah. Well, and I will drink wine at a slower pace. Like, I won't pound it. Like, I don't beer, know that I do, but. I mean, much slower pace than beers for me. Because, yeah. like, beers I will pound. And, like, I don't need to be doing that. Not at my age and not when I have two little kids I have to go home to. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Because being hungover with kids is, like, that is, like, some, like, you know, 15th ring of hell. Like, no thank you. Yeah. I, well, I will say that, you know, people always say. In every phase of whatever your kids are going through, that it gets better. Like, oh, this is just a phase. It gets better. And that is one part of the phase my kids are in right now is they sleep till 2 in the afternoon on their days off anyway. So I can be as hungover as I need to be. And they don't know I'm alive until like 3 or 4 in the afternoon. Yeah. And that's usually because they want to go to Target or something that actually (laughs) requires my finances and my driver's license to accomplish. Right. Otherwise, like, they're like, "Mm, yeah. 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 I'm fine without you. Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I'll survive. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that is that is definitely a hard realization as you get older. There's a lot of things that are hard realization, but that is definitely one of them Mm -hmm. for sure. And then are you at the Advil stage, like, where you don't even – get out of bed before you take your first like Advil in the morning oh no I'm in the like you mean after I drink or just in general just in general like every day Uh, something hurts you're like what's it gonna be today that's like the surprise of the morning my new thing so I live in a two-story and my new thing when I walk up the stairs it sounds like a popping bag of popcorn on my left Mm -hmm. knee and that like it doesn't hurt but it just sounds like I'm like setting off popcorn bags in my Mm -hmm. knee and so I'm like, well, this is fantastic. This is yeah. – what I don't know what this is, but we're not going to – like, But I am 100% going to ignore it. Oh, yes. 100%. Until it becomes a major issue. Yeah, until And then I'm going to go to the doctor and have to have a full knee replacement. And, yeah. and then he'll be like, oh, well, you should have had this looked at six years ago when yeah. it started. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, my left knee's always been bad. I ran track, so my left knee has always been bad. It was my trail leg for hurdles. So, like, when I hit a hurdle, mm-hmm. that was the leg. Like, that was just – you know, it was just it's the crap. It's the crap leg. It's my dominant side, but it's my crap leg. And Are you a lefty? Yeah, I am. Really? So is Clint. Mm. You like that guy. Yeah. Um, but and my ex-husband, oddly enough. I might not like that guy. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's all right. He's just, I mean, we have our moments. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, but I, uh, but yeah, I, I'm like doing Less running on the treadmill, more walking on the treadmill, I can say. I do neither of those. <laughs> well, that's true. But it's like the one bit of like 30 minutes of sanity that I have during the day. Yeah. It does not It does not bother me because I like to people watch too. So that I don't mind walking on the treadmill. I can watch a movie and walk on the treadmill and people watch, which is fantastic for me. I but. just wish at the gym around New Braunfels that they put the treadmill and elliptical section closer to the actual weight section because I fig- I feel like that's where the best quality people watching is, mm-hmm. is in the weight section. It is. So, I mean, because otherwise, if you're in the weight section, people watching, you just look like a creep. Yes. Like, why are you staring? Well, because like the, in my gym, it is that way. Like we have the ellipticals, the bikes, the treadmills, and like there's all the TV. So like mm-hmm. you can plug in and watch whatever TV, but like right in front of you is all the free weight and, mm-hmm. you know, CrossFitter nations over there. And those are my favorite people to watch. Like there are some people that are super badass and I'm like, damn, I want to be you in my next life. Yeah. Not in this life, friend. But, um, but. And then there's the people that 
probably I would look a lot like, like, you know, just kind of wandering, mm-hmm. looking at your phone, maybe walk out of the gym, never touch anything. Like, I'm like, that would be, I'm nice. like, are you meeting somebody? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> See, I'm judgy at the gym too. <laughs> oh, like, not that because I don't need to be I judged. am, <laughs> but only on certain things. So the first thing is the grunters. Oh, yeah. That grunt with every rep, it grosses me out. Okay, so I guess I'm not just judgy, but there's certain things that gross me out. Yeah. So the grunters that, you know, I'm like, if it's that heavy that you need to make that particular noise, yeah, maybe take it down a notch. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, and does it have to be so loud? Yeah. You know, it's like my husband, when he sneezes, I'm like, can we not <laughs> take that down a few levels in volume? But... The other thing is when I see people that don't wipe things off and like you walk up to a piece of equipment and you can see like butt moons on the pad, Mm -mm. like where they were sitting with their butt sweat. Like that's mm -hmm. disgusting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm critical of those people. That's so gross. Those are my two, two groups. Everybody else do you, but I will say I do have a friend and like a mutual friend and she started CrossFit and she had implants and it, like, something they were doing, I think she said the tractor tire picking up thing, it busted, like, the pocket in between her implants. So she had, like, a bread loaf boob because that skin that's usually attached yeah. to your sternum popped. Oh, my God. So, so that's what I use as my excuse to never try CrossFit. I'm like, I don't need 99 problems, and that's not going to be one. So yeah. Well, I watched this, uh, like – you know, scrolling through TikTok, uh, some video came up and I sent it to my group of mom friends that we call ourselves the Momstas. And um, I texted it to him and I was like, guys, I can do this trick without lifting 450 pounds. It was like, and I mean, super impressive. It was like a power lifter, somebody, woman, power lifting. But when she power lifted, and I guess this is really common, so I'm not like making fun of her, but she peed herself. And it was like at a competition. And Mm-mm. Like, I'm like, guys, I can snee and pee. He's like, pee, I don't yeah, need to like, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to lift 450 pounds. Yeah. I, I can laugh really hard and pee. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you, children. No, <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, wow. Um, I, I don't know that I would want that on national t- no. TV or anything. I mean, and her skill was phenomenal. And I guess that that's supposed to outweigh. But for me, that was, that was not it. See, for me, and I just don't understand – like the motivation for wanting to do that, like if you win, the award is not that great to make peeing on national television like worth, worth it. it. <laughs> it's kind of like naked and afraid. Like I, me and Clint were watching that show and then he Googled like what they actually make to basically torture themselves. Yeah. It's like $16,000. Yeah. I can think of like 900 ways to make $16,000. That don't involve getting like chiggers in my butt. Yeah. Like yeah. I just there's there's a lot of ways to make money that don't involve don't complete that. misery. And I feel yeah. like powerlifting looks miserable. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I everybody has different goals and everything else, but I was just like I mean, more power to I, I, you. That one won't be me. That won't that one no. does not does not give me joy. That one Mm-mm. does not give me joy. No. No, not at all. But but Gives that person confidence. So there's that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. Going through life and figuring out what your thing is that you're confident about is huge. Imposter syndrome is huge. So, yeah, you know, so what do you feel like in the course of your day, career, whatever? What gives you confidence? Uh... I think it's just come uh, – I've come a really long way, like, in my mm-hmm. own personal growth. And I was bullied a lot. Like, when I was in high school, like, I was super, super bullied. Um, and I think it was confidence in myself, and I probably really didn't step into that confidence as much until I moved here and someone told me that I would fail. Oh, and, I love that. And – like in DC, everyone's kind of like where I'm from. It's like everyone's kind of like on the same like not level playing field, but everyone's kind of the same. Like we're all getting master's degrees, we're all getting PhDs, mm-hmm. we're all 
you know, what dignitary do you know? Like, you know, it's all that. It's all that kind of competition. But for me, it was becoming just comfortable with just me. And I think that it didn't hit me until I was here. And someone literally was like, you will never do well here because of your personality. And I was like, that's what made me <laughs> fall in love with my personality, where it always is my personality has always been something that's you're take it or leave it. Like you're going to love mm-hmm. it or you're going to hate it. Because um, when I'm passionate about something, I'm all in. Like I mm-hmm. am 150% in. But when I'm out, I'm out. Like, and you can tell I'm out. Like I just don't pay attention to it, don't care. My energy is not there. Um, but to be told that I would 100% never succeed in a town because I'm not from here. And I was like, no, I'm going to go ahead and show you that that's a that, that I've determined in the Maury envelope mm-hmm. that is a lie. Like, well, and not everybody in the town is from the town anyway. No. So there might be like 0.5% of the town who will never use you because it's a good old boy's thing that to use this one person or company or whatever, but half the town has no clue. And especially in real estate, I think People tend to have a bigger head about themselves thinking that they are more known in their area than they actually are. Well, and I just I think it was that it was definitely that good old boy like you are like, you know, you are too direct. You are, you know, you don't do this. And I was like, sorry, I'm not making muffins at home and talking about real estate. Like I'm serious about my career. I'm serious about what I'm doing. And if I think what you're doing is not right, I'm going to tell you that Mm -hmm. like I texted somebody yesterday and I said um I didn't say these words but I used emojis um but I basically I said in with emojis shit or get off the pot and they go Mm -hmm. do you do you talk to people like that all the time and I was like yeah like Mm -hmm. deadline is this shit or get off the pot like make a decision Mm -hmm. and it, it I'll help you walk through that decision but you have to make one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think there's just some people in every situation who don't want the truth. They want a comfortable lie. Yes. You know, so they'll ask you and they're expecting the person that's going to sugarcoat and be like, oh, well, you know, it's really not that bad. And you really have all the time in the world and balls in your court. Well, it's not always. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally get that. I. And I'm a lot like you in that I guess my confidence is from competency. Like Mm -hmm. you can tear down the way I look. You can tear down just about anything. But I can promise you one thing. I know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. at work. Mm -hmm. And so like I couldn't care less if somebody thinks I'm pretty because that's subjective. But knowing that I'm competent, that's measurable. Yeah. So I think that that's a lot of where my confidence comes from. Plus, I mean, I think personality-wise, I get along with the people that I'm meant to. Yeah. Like, I'm a lot like you personality-wise, probably why we're friends, where I'm very passionate about things that are actually interesting, but you can tell when somebody bores me. Yeah. And if they're not into ideas or, you know growing or like saying something interesting there's a lot of boring people Mm -hmm. just a whole bunch of them yeah and I'm like like is this really you this is how you do every day like and not everybody's gonna mesh and there's people for all, all different sorts of people and I just think that it's I think that there are people that need external confidence and like There are times – I'm not, like, confident all the time. Like, I'm not some cocky person walking Mm -hmm. around being, like, I'm the shit. Appreciate. Like, that is not who I am. Bow down. Yeah, bow down (laughs) to me as, you know, as Meghan Markle, like, made fun of all curtsying and – Oh, that's a hot-ass mess, that show. Oh, my God. I haven't watched it, but I have seen that clip many a times, and I – I mean, I would never have disrespected – Yeah. tradition like that she and i know we're getting off on a tangent but i don't know if you're like me and you basically watch shows through tiktok now and like little bitty clips like i've never watched sister wives in my life (laughs) 
and yet I know exactly what's going on because I have, for some reason, in my feed, like five different women constantly breaking down each episode with their perspective. So like never seen it, but I've seen it. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same way. I mean, by like two or three o'clock yesterday afternoon, my TikTok feed was like full of, you know, Meghan Markle. But back to the actual point, like you knew that you were on a date with a prince. Yeah. I mean, common sense says if you're going to meet his grandmother, who you know is the queen. Is also highly, highly loved and respected. Yeah. Why Why would it not have crossed your mind that it would be serious? Like, you, you should have known, like, in advance yeah. of the ever having the opportunity to meet them. Right. That formalities are expected in that kind of situation. Well, and cultural differences, right? Like, yeah. I think it was Matt Lauer back when um, – you know, back when he was on the news, um, before the Me Too movement. But I think it was Matt Lauer um, that he was interviewing, uh, I think it was uh, like a Saudi Arabian prince or it was a Middle Eastern prince. And he sat like most American men do. Mm -hmm. But showing the bottom of your shoe is like giving someone the middle finger to them. And he walked out of the interview. So, and Matt Lauer was like completely like, Like, he didn't know what he had done Mm -hmm. wrong. And, you know, that came out afterwards and whatnot. But it's like, that's why we have cultural training. And let's be honest, the royal, like, the royalty and curtsying has been around for generations. Mm -hmm. So why would you think that just because you're an American, why you would not? I would, if I was in the presence of royalty, I would try. I don't know that I would curtsy appropriately, but I would damn well try. Yeah. Like yeah. it's re- it's a respect thing. It's like it it's it's even common courtesies like that you know Americans would do like you know shaking hands like mm-hmm. that's what we do to like show respect. We shake each other's hands or like the steering wheel wave in Texas. Yeah, like it you know if you drive the same car like there's like a there's yeah. a thing there, and it's just yeah that's weird. The whole yeah. Jeep and oh Jeep I got and- ducked and. Yeah, I just am never going to understand the Jeepers. Like, <laughs> it, it, you know, I I just don't get it. I'm not yeah. there. I mean, I know some people are like that with the Broncos, yeah. which I have the Bronco. But, like, we drive the same car. That's cool. I don't want to have an hour conversation about it or join a parade. Yeah. Like, it just. It's not your thing. No. Like, no. I, br- I got my car off of utility, and I have this client that drives me out. He, he's doing it because he knows. He's a path mm-hmm. client. But he do- does it because he knows it's going to annoy me. Like, he always jokes. He's like, if you had this car, you would sell more houses. And I'm like, I don't need – my car does not dictate my business. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a bougie individual. And so now his new thing is he wants me to have a Telluride. And I was like, I need a car off of utility. Okay. Like yeah. my Traverse has lots of trunk space. Do you know how big a real estate sign is? Like, do you know the amount of staging I shove in my vehicle? Yeah. Like, I do not need a itty bitty little itty bitty car. Cause I tell you, it's not itty bitty. But when you have two car seats, the yeah. back seat severely lessens. Yeah. So, you know, I, it, but and like I had some, I knew somebody that had a tell you ride and they had horrible issues with it Mm -hmm. so no friend also i don't need to be trading in my car like it's you know like a like i do well no like (laughs) he trades it in just because for fun and i'm like no i like drive my cars into the ground like literally drive them into the ground no see i get bored with cars i do not i'm 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 bad about that plus i take my write-offs on a schedule Mm-hmm. And because my vehicle is in the business, I have to trade on that schedule. Which is different. I don't have to do that. Um, yeah. I will write off my mileage and be completely fine. Oh, God. I, I will not track mileage to save my life. Yeah. I will take the actual expenses. Yeah. Uh, all day long. I don't mind tracking the mileage. It never bothered me. Really? mm I feel like I remember to track it halfway to where I'm going, and then I spend like <laughs> – Half the time having to backtrack, okay, where did it go today? And was this for business? Was it not? Like, yeah. No. No. <laughs> does not bring you joy. No, it does not. Any kind of minutia like that does not. I like the big things, not the little bitty, all the 
tiny yeah, things. All the like, itty-bitty things. Mm-mm. No, I know lots of people who find pleasure in like paperwork and... I do not find pleasure in All of the little, little details. I'm not the girl. Yeah. I'm the big picture yeah. girl. I'm thinking about the destination, not not the journey, if you will. <laughs> We're full of metaphors this morning. I know, right? <laughs> very, very deep in thought, philosophical. <laughs> I don't know about that. That pool's not that deep today. <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah. It's been a week. It's, it's right before Christmas. Yeah. I'm like We're trying to get things done. Yeah. I'm literally heading so we're in where where we are. We're in Austin. Yeah. And um I am backtracking to Salado, mm-hmm. meeting Will, then going all the way to my in-laws. Yeah. Oh. Today because it's Birthankmas this weekend. It's what? Birthankmas. We combined oh. The winter birthdays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, all in one weekend. Why the heck can we not combine Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, and like all the things? It's fantastic. But ours would have to be like a New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving birthday yeah. mashup because it's fantastic. Just well, come up with a new name, the new new birthday Christmas. I don't know. That, that sounds count New Year's? amazing. It's fantastic. And it's fun. Like, it's like, so I don't know that back. my kids would ever go for it, but. I don't know. They might. It was, mm. it's, because we do it close enough to Christmas, but it's fun. Especially yeah. with the adults. We do Secret Santa, and it's a lot of just, like, hanging out and letting the kids run wild, which is great. I'm totally jealous right now because we do Friendsgiving. Yes, which And then we do Thanksgiving. Oh, and no, then no. Delaney's birthday is actually tomorrow. So she's got that immediately before Christmas, which is amazing. Yeah. Should have planned that one better. I mean, if I'd been planning at all, it probably would have helped. Yeah. But um, then, of course, Christmas, New Year's, and then Clint and, like, half of his family are all in January. I'm like, That's excellent. I'm exhausted by February. Yeah. So, like, Valentine's Day, I just want you to leave me alone. I just don't want to plan another event between now and never yeah like i just no i'm i'm off duty in february yeah i i get that we have a lot of winter and then we have like summer and we've just never we and i don't honestly want to because i fall in that summer realm Mm -hmm. but they always you know the thought is like oh well we should have a summer like birthday mashup and i'm like no i like i need a i need a solid like six months break like the holidays are exhausting mm-hmm. and and this year I did really try the past few years have been really hard since my dad died mm-hmm. and this year I was like I'm gonna decorate for my dad like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the effort in the past few years it's like I've done it but I've like bawled my eyes out the whole time and Aww. it's not been fun for me but this year I really did make the effort and it is nice and comforting to like come home to and the kids you know or like it and whatever so you know, I will make more of an effort, but it is like exhausting to pack and unpack. And I haven't wrapped one gift. I told myself I was going to do it. I haven't wrapped one gift. I haven't done anything. The only reason I've wrapped gifts is because I had them hidden in my closet. And so I'm at the kids stage where they steal my stuff constantly. Yeah. I've got two girls. So we resorted to putting a combo lock on our bedroom door, like one of those digital ones. Yeah. So that they can't get in and steal my stuff all the time. Yeah. Which now they've resorted to stealing it out of the laundry room, out of the dryer before I notice it is gone. Gone. They've already taken it. Anyway. um, So I was hiding everything in my closet, but every morning before school, they would come up with some reason that they needed to come in my bathroom to, you know, get themselves ready, whether it was, you know, Brooklyn apparently can only put her mascara on in my bathroom. Not sure why. Um, Delaney, it's her hair all the time. But then they would sneak in my closet. So now I've learned to automatically wrap things as Amazon delivers them. And so that's currently driving Delaney insane. Yeah. Because instead of putting their names on them, a lot of them say Nosy Nelly or Nosy Rosie because I know she's looking because yeah. she can't stand it. And she's like, well, who is that? I'm like, don't know. Who's being nosy? Yeah. So a favorite pastime of mine, really, it comes down to is torturing my children. <laughs> Mind games with my girls. Yeah. It's just it's fantastic. Know. 
It is. I'm, I'm really preparing them for later in life, I feel like. Yeah. You know, if you can't mental ninja your way into or out of situations as a woman, you're you're just going to fail. So that's very true. That's yeah. very true. I did see, speaking of uh, Amazon, I did see on, um, I think it was Facebook, anyway, uh, that if you tell Alexa to thank your driver uh, or thank your delivery person, they get an extra, like if they did a good job delivering, mm-hmm. um, they get extra like $5 tip or something added to their day. So if you, That's awesome. if you enjoyed your last yeah. delivery, make sure that you tell Alexa to thank them. Well, me and Alexa currently have a little bit of a beef going on. Oh. Um. She, all my kids have to do is ask Alexa to order something for the history of orders, and it shows up on the screen, like exactly what I ordered. I'm like, and I'm sure somebody's going to tell me, oh, well, there's a filter for that. There's a setting. Who the hell goes into all your Amazon settings on every device that's now controlled by Amazon or whatever? I mean, they already own, I think, my doorbell, my thermostat. (laughs) Like, I think my refrigerator at one time was Alexa compatible or whatever. I'm like, but if they could quit ratting me out and helping my kids cheat on homework, that would be fantastic. (laughs) Like, really. Like, Alexa, mind your damn business. You know, so I wish that... Because I did look yesterday because I had heard the same thing. So I tried to find it, you know, where they email you delivery confirmation. Yeah. Why don't they just add a button there? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, why do I have to have a whole conversation with Alexa to accomplish the same thing that one little button could handle? Yeah. I think because they know that most people aren't going to go talk to their Alexa after the delivery. Yeah, that's true. I don't even tell Alexa. I mean, I always order stuff on my app, but like I don't even yeah. I use Alexa for like, what's the weather and like, what are the headlines today? Or I don't use it for the Mm -hmm. same, I don't, to its full capacity. I I don't really use it. And I can tell you one thing, like my husband's use of Siri or Surrey or whatever it is in the car drives me freaking nuts. Never understands what he's saying. No. And then he thinks if he gets louder with it, saying the same words, that it's now going to understand. But, like, in the time it takes him to ask Siri four times to help him get to wherever he's going, I've already pulled it up, connected CarPlay, and we're on our way. <laughs> like, I don't – I turn Siri off on my phone because she always yeah. comes up when you're not needing her. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I can't – I don't need that many ears. I already have yeah. kids involved and listening constantly when I don't want them to be. And so I don't, I don't need more. I don't need any extra. No, like, and it's kind of weird. Like, if you just say the random word Alexa in your house, it like pops on. Like, yeah. you're, I don't know, it just weirds me out. <laughs> and then my neighbor got an Alexa thing one Christmas, and I didn't know you can send messages between mm-hmm. Alexas. So that's creepy. Like, having my neighbor's voice just suddenly pop out of our Alexa, like, I can hear you or, like, whatever. And I'm like, I like you, but not that much to be. Yeah, that's weird. That part's weird. I have dropped in on my Alexa. Like, so you can drop in on your own Alexas. And so I've dropped in on my own Alexa because uh, Will was, like, not responding to me. And I knew he had read the text messages because it had a read receipt. And I was like, I'm sorry. I am not one to be ignored. (laughs) Like, it was like, I need an answer. And so I, like, dropped in to see what he was doing. And he was, like, playing a video game or something. And I was like, hi, stop ignoring me. I'm right here. I hear you on your game. And he was, like, completely freaked out. And I was like, when I ask you a really important question, I expect you to answer. It wasn't like, what do you want for dinner? It was, like, a logistical, like, I feel like that is an important question. So I was like, answer me. Like, I know you saw it. (laughs) Yeah. No, that drives me crazy. And my husband is terrible about that also. Like, I love him. However, (laughs) his use of his phone is either up here or, like, way down here either he's on the phone all the way through dinner out at a restaurant with somebody talking about absolute nothing Mm -hmm. or he is actively not answering the damn phone when I have an actual (laughs) issue or like hey I'm not going to be able to get the kids today like I need you to 
Go get the kids. Pop over and get them. So I don't hear from him until like 3.15 when I've already dropped every damn thing I was doing and like made myself go over there. It's like, oh, I could have gotten them. That's awesome. I'm glad you're telling me that now at 3.15 as I'm pulling into the school. Right. You know, after I just had to cancel my appointments and whatever. Yeah. But I love that for me. Yeah. Oh, well, I was listening to music on my phone. Yeah. You can also hear the dinging of your phone when you're listening to music. We just won't talk about that. <laughs> it's, it's it's a thing. It actually happened this morning. So I text him for something that I needed. And uh, so finally I called. So if you're getting the follow-up call, like, yeah. and he's like, oh, yeah, I was stopped talking to so-and-so who was, like, blowing leaves in green. And I'm like. I'm not an over-communicator yeah. with my husband. I brand, I don't, like, just talk about my day. I'm like, I'll figure, I'll see you later. I don't need to text you about that. So if I'm texting or calling, it's generally for a reason. Yeah. Like, I, I just, it's a man thing. I just don't, I don't understand. I'm trying sometimes to understand. <laughs> I just don't, you know. It's not always there. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. No. But I guess that's why. We're able to coexist just because we're not exactly the same. That's what yeah, I keep it would be a boring myself. life if they were the same. If you guys were the exact same, we, you have to have some opposites. Keep you on your toes. I don't think it would be boring, but one of us would end up in jail. I mean, yeah. If 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 I was married to somebody just like me, yeah, it would not go well. Yeah, at I, all. I send my husband these TikToks all the time. It's so funny. It'll be like, you know, are you a It'll say something about being like a super independent, whatever kind of woman. Like, how's your how's your like clingy husband doing? And I mean, Will's love language is touch for sure. And mine, like, that doesn't even hit my register. Like, do not touch me. Like, people make fun of me. Like, there's a home inspector that I see. Like, yeah. and he'll always just like fit. He's like, are we in a fist bump mood? Is that too much touch? <laughs> like, like people know. Like, That's I funny. am. I have a large bubble, and like, I just that's just who I've always been. I think. Yeah. I'm very lovey with my kids. Like, I love sitting on the couch and with them. But, like, I do not love to be generally. Like, I think I have a list of, like, five people. PDA is not my thing. That I will hug. Yeah. Fortunately, my husband's on the list of five. Good on him. Good yeah. on him for making that list. I have two kids, so they're on the list. Your, your mom? My mom is... A lot like me. So she's never been like growing up and I'm sure this is why I have issues. My mom's not a cuddler and I'm not a cuddler particularly with the kids. When they were little, I was, but I remember how like touched out I would be at the end of the day. Overstimulated. Yeah. Like too much is too much for me. Like there's a time and place, but like, and even for like Clint, I don't want somebody hanging on me all the time. Yeah. But- you know, like I don't I'm not like gross PDA, but I don't have yeah. a problem if he's like touching me in public. Yeah. Not like that kind of touching. But you yeah. know what I mean. Like Yeah, but like has his arm around you or holding yeah, hands. Yeah, that doesn't or bother me. But yeah, like my mom growing up was not the super cuddly. Yeah. Like let's just snuggle on the couch. So like snuggling for me is a weird concept. Like yes. I'm not <laughs> You know, and I've got one kid who is growing up just like me. And then I have the other one who's always been a little bit cuddlier. And I'll walk in the house and her and Clint are like snuggled up on the couch watching a movie or something. And I'm like, I love y'all, but that looks terrible. (laughs) It's it's not not my jam. Like I'm like, I can just imagine myself like in a cold sweat the whole time. Yeah. See, that doesn't bother me. Like my kids when maybe it is because they're so young, but like. And I do. Like, I get super overstimulated, like, touch overstimulated. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, but if we're sitting there and they're just, like, you know, I've got one on each side of me and mm-hmm. they're, like, laying on me, like, that does not bother me um, at all. It's when they start, like, I become, like, the jungle gym. It's, mm-hmm. like, when they start, like, running from one end of the couch to the other and, like, jumping over me or, like, crawling all over. I'm, like, enough, enough, enough. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I just stand up. I'm, like, I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah. I cannot. I cannot do this. Well, and I don't like being pinned down like it makes me anxious like if I feel like somebody's like their weight and I can't freely move yeah I don't like that yeah so like I I just I'm not 
not the cuddliest. I'm not like a porcupine, like yeah. just stay the stay away F from me. from me all the time. But right. I'm somewhere in I'm definitely not yeah. teddy bear either. No, I'm somewhere in the middle for the most part ish. But it is very You may select. even be less huggy than I am. It's likely. Yeah. It's, I've gotten used to likely. it for certain clients, things yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean I definitely make an effort, but There'll be that like er, like out of the blue where it's like you know the whole time there's been no like yeah hugging interaction and then we'll get to like closing or something and they'll hug me and I'm like <laughs> I'm like I don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> well and I don't like it when it's like an out of the blue full on hug it that's that's and when it like, takes me I don't off want guard. the both arms wrapped oh, yes where I'm like this in the middle like I. I don't know what to do. Like, yeah, oh, I, that, that that makes me super uncomfortable. I know, and it always feels like a longer hug than it should be. Yeah, and yeah, it's definitely. I've definitely had a few of those hugs, and it's like usually it's like in like yeah. complete like gratitude, and it's like I get it, but I'm like, oh, that's my space. I'm gonna go yeah. like take a shower. <laughs> well, and when they. They prolong the hug because they're having a full ass conversation in your ear <laughs> about something. And I'm just like, I can't even focus on like what you're telling me in my ear. I'm sure it's complimentary. <laughs> I would hope. But like I, one, I have a thing about breath on my ears that close anyway. Like it just grosses me out. So that I'm like in this weird double grossed out stage where I'm like yes. stiff as a board. You're. I can feel you talking on my face. Yes. I'm like, oh. I just, I just broke out yeah. into like hives. I feel like, oh, God. I, I can like feel the heat like rising. Yeah, we're talking we're about this. Gonna have, like, I'm like, chest I'm, like I'm like, I'm getting a little warm. Um, <laughs> Look at how red I am. <laughs> I can feel my ears getting hot right now. Um, but one of the, I had this, I had this, oh, this person did this to me like more than one time, and I just. Huh. The last time, the wife was like, honey, I think you're making her uncomfortable. Like, mm -hmm. it was an older gentleman, so it's like, what do you do? Like, you know, it's like a grandpa. Like, mm -hmm. hugged me really tight and then, like, had my hands, was, like, doing the hand pat thing and then brought me in for a second hug. I was yeah. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's just – and, you know, just, like, how wonderful it is. Mm -hmm. And, like, I love that. And, like, I love hearing, like, that you enjoyed working with me all the stuff. But, like, please stop hugging me. Yeah. Yeah, I had a client like that, Dave, and he was, I want to say, 84 when I met him. Oh, gosh. And that was in, like, 2015. And so I still see him from time to time, and now he's in his 90s. And he makes no secret about the fact that he likes – Let's just say this. He made it very clear when he asked me to lunch one day that he believes women should wear dresses. Oh. And so he liked to always have our meetings and stuff at like a country club or in San Antonio, there's the Petroleum Club, which is like this bougie overpriced buffet, basically. I mean, you can get the same crap at Golden Corral. Let's be real. But like. I don't know, but that's neither here nor there. But it was always very clear he was taking me to those places to show so off. So you would wear a dress and yeah. show off. But then he would be like touchy, like mm -mm. walking to the table. He'd put his hand on my back. And like it was never like the full hand like scoop. Yeah. But it was enough to be like, mm, no, no. So I'd like walk way ahead. And yeah, it just and I don't I don't think that some older generation people understand that that's not really how we operate anymore now. Yeah. yeah. And that that's kind of, especially men, like I know it's not coming from a place of like a sexuality place, but like it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like you don't just randomly get to touch people. Yeah. And like, especially a friendly hug, like saying goodbye, is borderline if you're on like a list of five. But like full on, like don't touch my legs. Oh yeah, like, no, absolutely mm -mm. not. No, it, it's just weird. And like, I, like, and it's weird that they think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like in reality, like 
just don't touch me in general, but like even mm-hmm. legs are definitely no no, but like arms are another thing. Like no. They do like the the back of the arm where they guide yeah. you. I'm like, no, I've been mm-hmm. walking for, you know, my whole life. Yeah, I got this. I, I didn't I'm... recently fall down. So yeah, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I I got it. But like, yeah. you know, there are I mean, I think some of it is and some of it is like they get forgiven for being like, oh, it's an old man. Like, no, there are just some dirty old men who just know yeah. that they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. And and or think they can. Right. Because nobody's willing to call them out. Oh, I did. did I had, you? Oh, I had no fear. Yeah. Um, there I was, just tend to remove myself from the situation. Either I never work with them again. Yeah. Or I stand way, way. apart or. It was a networking event. So it was one of those things oh, where I couldn't yeah. get like you can only go so far. Right. Mm-hmm. So try to, you know, step one, remove yourself from the situation. Mm hmm. And, um, you know, step two, stand in a crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, you know, you're not one-on-one. Step three, elbow him in the gut if he yeah. tries to guide you by your elbow. Right. So <laughs> then it, he, it just, like, it was just progressive, right? And, um, and so I just turned to him and I said, in what world do you think that it is okay to be, in, like, to touch me in any, in any faction, I don't know you other mm-hmm. than a business relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's business. Yeah. Like, we are not friends. I do not find you attractive. Mm-hmm. And I don't want, I don't want to be your sugar baby. Like, stay away Ew. from me. Yeah. And he was like, it was like at the like at the networking event. It wasn't even afterwards. Like I was so over this guy. And it and the bartender, I was like by the bar, and the bartender was like, Do you need help? And I was like, no, like, I think I've sure thoroughly I handled it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's thoroughly embarrassed at this point. Um, I don't think any women will be coming around him. Mm-hmm. And it was just like you, like in what world do you think that it's okay to just know. feel like you have control over somebody? Especially at that point, I was engaged. I mean, to Will, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm committed to somebody. Even if I wasn't engaged, if I was just dating somebody, I don't have an interest in you. I've not shown yeah, like, any interest in you. Whatever signal you. Use- think you saw you didn't see it yeah so. there was no signal because i'm being professional and cordial with you yeah. does not mean that i'm like take me home like no yeah in no world in zero worlds Mm-mm. absolutely not. no no i think in in uh most cases just keep your hands to yourself mm-hmm. like we teach our kids all the time keep your yeah. hands to yourself yeah Look with your eyes, not with your hands. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. And sometimes that's creepy, too. Yeah, not a weird way. Don't make it weird. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sometimes it is weird. And, like, our profession, I'm like, God. I mean, it just, yeah. The the ics could go for quite ways. I think that could go in in any world, honestly, for sure. Yeah. But I think in real estate, Two, like, there's a lot of women now and some men, I guess, coming in that are leading with that sexuality. Yeah. So, like, some people don't get that it's not okay with everybody. I mean, some people, you know, they may, like, I saw a TikTok the other day and it was this, I guess she's a realtor and she was talking about when client's faces when she actually puts on her shirt or something i'm like why are they watching you put on your shirt well because she like was in like a almost like a sports bra kind of thing and i'm like like uh why would your client ever just see you in just sports bra yeah like i guess it was a fancy sports bra or whatever but still you know what i'm like i'm still unclear still unclear as to why that would ever happen yeah, I'm not I'm sure. Like, I'm not even, like, super happy when I see a client at the gym. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've catfished you yeah. for a good amount of time, and now this is me, like, lobster-faced, sweating. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so true. Like, with our skin tone. Oh, God. And the red hair. Like, there's nothing attractive that happens, no. like, at the gym. No. It's like – and. I get blotchy. Yes. Like, I'll be bright-ass white and, like, half my face, and then the oh, rest my, looks like I have, like, a skin condition. My, yeah. my Well, I have rosacea. So my favorite is, like, when I, like, come in, if I'm staging a house, like, I typically mm-hmm. won't wear makeup and whatever. And my favorite thing is, like, mm, 
I would say 100% of the time, someone's like, wow, did you get some sunburn? And I'm like, no, bitch, I have rosacea. Like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, insecure about it. I love you it. point out my insecurity. That's yeah, my favorite. Like, I'm like, I'm like, people's skin, like, doesn't look, like, great on the naked all the time. Like, yeah, no. and the red hair does not help anything like no because if it's not rosacea it's freckles or like whatever and then having kids you get freckles and melasma Uh, that's super special Uh, i mean and just i mean like it's not everybody's skin is flawless and mine is definitely falls into the not flawless level of the game Mm -hmm. so so but yes 100 percent. i'm just like i don't Human. But we're still confident. But I'm still confident because I just yeah. don't care. Like, at this point in my life, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I have rosacea. It is what mm-hmm. it is. Like, some days it's worse than others. But, you know, you make do. Well, and, yeah, it just is not – my kids see me the same way whether I'm dressed up or dressed down. Yes. My husband seems to like me no matter which way I am. I mean, I'm sure he prefers some ways versus others. <laughs> But, I mean, at the end of the day, those are really, like, the three people whose opinions matter matter too much. And, I mean, I did get told by Brooklyn last week that my style has improved. Oh. And I'm like, from when? And she's like, well, just, just here recently. I'm like, I've always thought you dress very stylish. Well, the thing about me is I don't follow, like, what some people say is trendy. Yeah. Like, if I like it, I'm going to wear it. Yeah. Like, some of this crap that I see people say is trendy right now, I think looks absolutely freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the tennis shoes that look like grandpa's shoes slash moon shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, who the hell needs that much soul on a pair of tennis shoes? No, I don't know. I mean, you're going to break your ankle or roll your ankle just trying to wear the stupid looking things. No. I, it just... But... I think it's funny that here just recently. You're looking much better, Mom. Like I was failing before. Yeah. And, and I wanted to look at her and be like, have you examined your style in the yeah. last <laughs> few years? Yeah. Like, have you seen yourself in the mirror? Oh, like it was a whole thing because she was going to go as Ralphie from the Christmas story for like Christmas character day at school. Yeah. The whole reason she didn't, he wore a side part. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she didn't want to have to wear a side part at school. Okay, let's be real. Okay, like this, this, I, yeah. this, whatever. Okay, here we go. This does not look good on me. Well, I mean, it, this brings me no joy. It is like what I don't what? know that that's a center part. <laughs> it's I'm not, sure, but <laughs> but it's like what, that that does no. not look good for me. It like, doesn't look good on half the people that wear it. No, no and I mean, part, I mean, who cares if you have a side part or if you have an, a non-part or whatever? Just don't apparently it's a big thing. The zigzag part was never should never come back though. It's just a lot of work. Yeah, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work to have that happen. It was okay up here. It was when you got to the back of your head that was hard. Oh, I don't think I ever had the patience to get to the back of my head. Oh, see, I had to go to the back of my head because, like, my mom really, like, often wanted my hair in braids. So, because I had really long, well, I had really, really long hair when mm-hmm. I was younger. Like, my, at one point, my hair was, like, down here. Oh, God. Not any longer, clearly. No. <laughs> I don't have time to do all of that. Yeah, I'm I'm quickly figuring out I don't have time for it either. <laughs> like, I like the idea of long hair. I just, I, I don't have the oomph to do it. It's a lot. It is. Like takes effort. Yeah, that's the biggest problem with it. And yeah, I mean, like growing it, I don't know if you're like me, but my hair is super fine. Yes. So it looks stringy as all hell. Yes. Like I can drive in my car, not move at all, besides for like looking out my mirrors and get to my destination and my hair looks like I went through a wind tunnel. Yes. I'm like, how does this even happen? Yes. I mean- I don't, I don't get it. So to have long hair for me, it has to be extensions. Otherwise, my hair looks wrecked. But the extensions are never the same texture as my natural hair because they're always like thicker. Yeah. And so it feels like heavy and like 
hokey and I'm the world's worst about spending a thousand dollars on extensions and then keeping them for four weeks to maybe six then being done and then having a manic moment (laughs) seriously manic and having to have them removed like the last time I did it I had my friend Holly come to my office and I think I was on a call while she has pliers taking out my extensions (laughs) Like, I just had to have them out right then. And luckily, Holly's, like, ride or die and is, like, down for whatever. Yeah. Because to her, that was totally normal. Uh, She's like, okay, I kind of expected this from you. Yeah. Perfect. When they know your personality, it makes a big difference. Yeah. So these these are on their way out, probably. (laughs) (laughs) It's been, like, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. They look good, though. Yeah. They're just, they're heavy. They annoy you. They're a lot. I don't think I would have the patience to get them put in. Putting it in only took like 45 minutes. That's not too bad. No. No, and then there was the time that I went with the individual ones Mm. everywhere, the keratin bonded ones. That took about five hours to put in and, again, had a manic moment. This was when I lived on a ranch in the middle of nowhere So then trying to search for different oils that would dissolve the bond, I couldn't find a single oil in my house that would do it. Recruited my friend in town 14 miles away to help me. Went to her house. We couldn't find it. So I had to go to Walmart in this small town with 20 kinds of oil on my head, trying to find other oils and supplies to get these out because I was having a total meltdown. And, like, just needed them gone, so. And yet you keep torturing yourself by putting them in. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that anytime life is kind of easy, I just have to. Spice it up a little bit. Shake things up. Yeah. Just a hair. I mean, hair has always been something that, like, especially when I was younger, it's like if something, I would grow, my hair was really long, and then I would grow it out, and then I would just, like, cut it off. Mm -hmm. And... If something big happened in my life, I would just cut it off. Just be done. And after I dated a guy when I was in high school, of course, love of my life, was going to marry him, have mm-hmm. all the babies. um, First love, that kind of thing, you know. And after we broke up, my hair was long. And after we broke up, I did, like, the, like, the, the bob. Oh, yeah. The reverse bob. Yeah. And... It looks good on me, like, because the Mm -hmm. sharp angle does look good for, like, my facial features. But sometimes I look back at those photos and I'm like, but why? Yeah. That revenge cut. Yeah. Did it. It, The revenge cut really only was revenge against myself. Right. Not against. We'll see. And that's, I think, why I have the issue, the love-hate issue with extensions now is because for a long time I would dye my hair just dramatically different colors so it would be almost black and then like two weeks later I'd be like uh I want to be platinum blonde (laughs) so my hairstylist loved me because I kept them in business but so for the last I don't know how long have we been friends four years five years five years five years so I think I've been red the whole time right Mm mm-hmm So I went back to red like five years ago. So now that I'm not going the dramatic colors, I have to figure out ways to change it differently. My husband, if I go in for a trim and come back half an inch shorter, he's like, oh, you cut all your hair off. I'm like, no, no, I trimmed it. Yeah. As people do. Yeah. But like, so it's either longer, longer. Yeah. So my hairstylist is pretty good. Like, I mean, I typically go in and I let her do whatever she wants to my um, to my hair for the most part. Um, but she knows that, like, one of the things, like, I don't think it's a confidence boost, but it's, like, the boredom factor. Like, I want something different. Mm-hmm. And so uh, normally she'll, like, either, like, this one time she did a bunch of money pieces, like, blonde money pieces in the front. And then, like... She like she's added pink into my hair and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's just like I will change it up with something just random. But most of the time I'm like, I'm like, I want really, really red and copper like like highlights and low lights. Like mm-hmm. I want it to be super dimensional. 
whatever she does. I'm like, she could tell me she's adding 17 right. colors and only do one. I don't know. But um, that's normally how I do it because now it's like, now that my hair is this length and I figured out that's like this length works for me, I can put mm-hmm. it in a ponytail. I can work with this. That I've, I typically stick with that. Yeah. My only rule for my red when I go in is do not add any form of burgundy. Mm, like you that know, purpley undertone. Uh, I hate that on me. Like yeah. there are people that look beautiful with that. Like I guess they call it like cherry cola yeah. kind of color. It looks like trash on me. Yeah. And I feel like I'm 80. Yeah. And, and she did it one time and got a little to that. And I was back in in like two weeks. I'm like, you got to fix this. It's, it's it's not me. It's this is not the move. Yeah. I tend oh. to stick to like the really coppery tones. I do too. It's like I, I like the coppery like highlights and lowlights that she does. Mm-hmm. That just brings me joy. Makes me happy. Yeah, so much happier. We're all about the little things. The little that things that bring joy. joy. 